I saw a very weird thing when I logged into Twitter today. Over in the trending tab, this scary statistic is predicting growing US political violence. Naturally, I was intrigued. What I didn't expect is that this warning of civil war would come from BuzzFeed. Many Americans are clinging to the idea that if Joe Biden wins the presidential election, calm can return to a nation riven by protests and rattled by President Donald Trump's authoritarian rhetoric, they say. But not so fast, BuzzFeed warns us, probably surprising themselves just as much as it's surprising us. The tendency is to blame Trump, but I don't really agree with that, says Peter Turchin, an evolutionary anthropologist from Yukon who specializes in political instability. Trump is really not the deep structural cause, which is something I am very surprised that BuzzFeed would put to print. Nevertheless, BuzzFeed presents us with a graph of something called the political stress indicator, showing that modern America is on the exact same path as we were leading up to the Civil War. The political stress indicator, or PSI for short, was coined by Turchin and builds upon the previous work of sociologist Jack Goldstone. The PSI takes into account wage stagnation, national debt, competition between elites, distrust in government, urbanization, and the age structure of the population. All things that, according to Turchin and Goldstone, are issues worsened by elites who resist taxation. It is these elites and their silly belief that taxation is theft that somehow creates all of the above-mentioned problems, thus creating inequality and increasing political stress. Did you mean for all those words to come out together, or did they just fall out randomly? Before I get into the rest of BuzzFeed's predictions, I need to take a moment to tell you about one of my partners, My Patriot Supply, because our nation's political uncertainty and civil unrest will impact every area of your life should it come to happen. As I've recently said in another video, another round of quarantines and shortages might be on the way. I've already done my prepping for what might be coming, and I urge everyone else to do the same. Right now, you can save $100 off of a full four-week supply of nutritious meals that supply 2,000 calories a day to save your life when panic or disaster hits. All you need to do is go to my link down in the description, preparewithliberty.com. Now, back to BuzzFeed as I know you're all on the edge of your seats. Wow. Turchin told BuzzFeed that he's been doomsaying the hellscape of 2020 for nearly a decade, a doom and gloom prediction that he published in the journal Nature back in February of 2010. BuzzFeed still likes to point to Trump as the root of this, but Turchin's 2010 article points out that, as scary as these times are, it's part of a predictable and recurrent cycle that has been found in human societies throughout history. He wrote, in the United States, we have stagnating or declining real wages, a growing gap between rich and poor, overproduction of young graduates with advanced degrees, and exploding public debt. And while BuzzFeed takes this and runs with it in terms of coronavirus, BLM, and Trump stoking unfounded fears of voter fraud that are, in fact, quite founded, Turchin actually traces these issues back into the 1970s. 
Even BuzzFeed's graph shows the current spike happening before 2010 when Obama was in office. Either way, BuzzFeed tells us, Goldstone doesn't refer to the Civil War as just the Civil War. He calls it the first Civil War and warns of a looming second one spurred on by the election. Mirroring the fears of the Boog Boys who were effectively banned off of social media for saying the same damn thing. Exactly. There's a conspiracy here. And Goldstone certainly has some credentials when it comes to predicting civil war and political instability. In 1994, he was tapped by the CIA for the State Failure Task Force, which was tasked with coming up with a way to predict when nations were about to crash and burn. The task force came up with three factors that were a sure sign that a nation was about to spiral down into chaos. High infant mortality, low openness to international trade, and level of democracy. The project was tweaked several times and later renamed the Political Instability Task Force, where up until 2012, Goldstone was able to predict civil wars and democratic collapses with about 80% accuracy. Which is kind of some scary shit. Nevertheless, he says that he didn't think to apply his model to the US until Turchin got in touch with him in 2015. After that, his belief in Turchin's PSI carried him all the way to BuzzFeed, apparently. BuzzFeed is, after all, the very pinnacle of academic excellence. While both Goldstone and Turchin warn that Trump isn't the real issue, they still claim that he's the match setting fire to all the gasoline and that it will be burning and ready to explode even after he's gone. Some Democrats are now calling for a Truth and Reconciliation Commission <laughs> to try or assess Trump supporters after the election. Truth and Reconciliation Commission. You're a thought criminal. Several MSNBC anchors have made the same suggestion. Chris Hayes, for example. And indeed, they say that the biggest indicator isn't poor race relations, which have been an issue for hundreds of years, but rather the fact that between the riots and COVID and for some, the sheer reality that Donald Trump even exists, the real issue is a complete loss of faith in government and political institutions. To which libertarians everywhere say, welcome, we have cake and ponies. In short, giving the accumulated grievances, anger and distrust fanned for the last two decades, almost any election scenario this fall is likely to lead to popular protests on a scale we have not seen in this century, the two wrote in a recent article titled, Welcome to the Turbulent Twenties. I think it's important to note that that particular article doesn't just blame folks who don't want to pay exorbitant taxes, thus starving the government of needed revenues. Too bad, so sad, bye-bye. <laughs> but also blame an increasingly meritocratic society. It's this starvation of resources, by the way, from the elites not paying their fair share that created the national debt, according to Goldstone and Turchin, and not the fact that Congress hasn't been able to balance a budget in two decades, and before that, the last time it was balanced was 1969. That has nothing to do with anything. 
Either way, the pair says that anyone who doesn't think some massive civil unrest is coming is unduly optimistic. While Goldstone and Turchin point to armed folks on both sides of the conflict, BuzzFeed instead consulted other social scientists who strictly blame right-wing militia groups that won't go quietly if Trump loses. Apparently, they haven't seen the folks claiming they're going to burn down cities if he wins, or even everyone on Twitter threatening war if Amy Coney Barrett made it to the Supreme Court. Which she did. Other sociologists that BuzzFeed consulted say they don't think a war is coming because the United States as a whole is just too wealthy. But they also said that national poverty could lead to such violence, as could an armed group trying to seize the means of production, I mean resources, like, I don't know, the US government during the lockdowns or, say, Antifa? Finally, says BuzzFeed and their scientists, if war ever did break out, all these armed militias everyone is so scared of would be no match for the National Guard, even though they all erroneously and simultaneously think that these militias have the exact same weapons as the National Guard. It's a little bit of a paradox. Still, says one sociologist they pulled from Ohio State, the issues leading up to the Civil War were marked by a huge moral divide. A moral divide that could very well be seen in today's political landscape, especially in the age of lockdowns. BuzzFeed then throws another statistic at us, this one developed by the DC-based Fund for Peace. This measure is called the Fragile States Index, and again seeks to identify nations that are at risk due to a bunch of underlying factors, including refugee flows and economic distress. Overall, the US looks pretty good by their measure, despite some of the social justice warriors claim that the US is literally the worst place on Earth. While the US's score has gotten worse in the last two decades, again signaling this was building long before Trump and even Obama, it's still on the bottom of the list as far as risky countries go, which actually just makes other places sound a lot scarier. The US does score the worst out of the G7 group of rich democracies, but the UK honestly isn't far behind, especially in schisms between different groups in society. Though no one can seem to present a sound theory as to why all of this is happening, BuzzFeed does come to the surprising conclusion that partisan cable news isn't at fault. Though, of course, their source is a 2006 study exclusively on Fox News and doesn't take into account that the left pretty much owns the media these days and thus the media hates the right. And libertarians. And centrists. Well, actually, they hate pretty much anyone except for AOC. But really, BuzzFeed says, that has nothing to do with it. They promise. So what will stop this runaway train and save us all? Well, first off, the rich need to start paying more taxes, and second, we all need to sign a new social contract. Socialized medicine will also help, according to Goldstone and Turchin, as well as a whole host of socialist programs. 
even though the aforementioned UK, which has all of those things, is, again, following in the US's footsteps on the Fragile States Index. But for proof that this is the ultimate answer, one needs to look no further than FDR and his New Deal, which was one of the worst policies to ever hit America's economy. Jesus, read a book once in your life. But somehow, that will be our Hail Mary pass. But could such policies ever really happen in today's combat zone of weaponized social media in which even modest proposals to ratchet back inequality are framed as communism? BuzzFeed asks. Not at all, ironically. After all, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Socialism is, after all, basically a pit stop on the way to communism. You might as well call it communism light. And communism is responsible for far more civil wars and episodes of political violence. But no matter what, despite BuzzFeed's fear-inducing headline, they want you all to know that it'll be okay. Trump was a stress test, and so long as we can get that social contract in place and vote, 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 blue no matter who, the country will eventually turn itself around, even with Fox News. That's it for today's video. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you're new here, because we all know that BuzzFeed really doesn't want you to. And drop a comment down below. If you like my work and want to help support it in other ways, you can find me on Patreon or Subscribestar. Check out my merch store and the partners in the description, or give a one-time donation through PayPal or crypto. Until next time, thanks for tuning in and helping me to spread the message of liberty.